0: Hello, this is Master Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Um, I want to explain. This last bit is that my analysis of the frequencies, as I w- actually walk through the war zone. So I'm here in Minneapolis, and uh, you know we have cur- curfew. You can't go from eight to I think six in the morning, and that was just in Minneapolis uh, at the time of this uh, podcast recording. Uh, most of the suburbs they're in, in in that curfew state as well okay uh, i have uh, and i 'm not going to summarize why everything is in curfew or lockdown state um, but i'm not going to get into that uh, I just want to share my experiences so uh my sons and i uh you know we went downtown where all the um the chaos was and all the burning buildings and so on and i 'm going to put some pictures up on on on, you know, on, on Instagram and Facebook for you to see real, real hand what's happening. It's pretty devastating. It's pretty amazing actually, but I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to talk about that, but I'm going to talk about say the frequencies that I felt because in the past I would go into that area and it was heavy. You know, it's not the best neighborhood. Um, you know, it's this heaviness. Hence, you know, even if you are, say, again, socioeconomic, if you are, say, of a higher value frequency, right? Uh, again, with socio-economics, you, you you would stay in that neighborhood and that and that vortex that dis, that heaviness would just like pull you down and destroy you, and you'd be in that same mindset of that say that that space around you, okay. So, so that's how heavy it was it was scary to go in there you have to watch watch for yourself um, when I walked through it through the devastation it was so amazing it was say the sense of peace and calm it's like you know when it's like sp- uh, springtime you know, when, you know, the, you know, where you start to till the soil, right, and there's all this, say, destruction, and the, and the old flowers, and everything gets, say, turned over, that's what it felt like, is the, it was, you know, yeah, there was buildings on fire, and there's smoke, and, you know, cars got it out, and, you know, went into a target, and it was flooded with water, with, you know, with all the sprinkler systems, and everything was ransacked, but there was this Peace, this calm, this serenity through the whole space. Okay? And the beautiful thing about it all is that the people that were there, right, the people that were there, so I think there's two sides. One, uh, say the the paid riders, um, you know, or this, you know, obviously there's people that are in that mindset that would destroy. That's totally fine. Um, but for the most part, there was no racial tension there. You know, because if you went back into the 60s, 70s, and so on, there'd be freaking racial tension between, you know, whites and blacks and whoever. When I walked through, you know, Indians, uh um, uh, mexicans you know middle eastern you know muslims christians blacks white they're all freaking together they're walking around they're looking um they're looking around they're checking the stores uh and everybody is just hey man how's it going uh, everybody's in camaraderie you know old young everybody's just at peace themselves. There's no, so that's why, again, it's very, very different because say the powers to be, say they want to say destroy the masses, right? They want to break you uh, through, you know, misinformation or some event, right? To say split the masses. The masses aren't buying it this time, right? And in the other uh, situations, You know, things happen in, uh, you know, L.A., uh, you know, back then with Rodney King or, you know, back in the 70s. Right. There was that racial clash. Not this time. People are not, it's like, fuck, we're not falling for that. We're humans here. I don't care what the powers to be are going to do to us. Whatever. We're not going to steep as low as they are. You know, which is actually a shame um, that they could actually stoop this low for more greed, more power. But again, I'm not. I, I don't want to talk about that. I'm just going to talk about it say say what I analyzed. There's people take cleaning up. So there's uh, you know a ton of people with brooms, garbage bags, and so on helping the stone owner, <clears throat> the store owners say clean up. It's quite amazing. <clears throat> now at nighttime, uh, it's a different scenario because again they have paid riders, professional riders, and you can tell, uh, by the way, because, you know, when you go through and you see so many buildings on fire and how it's just like cement buildings, brick buildings, right? Right, burned down to the ground. You have to be a professional arsonist to understand how to burn a building down to the ground, you're not going to get just somebody who's mad at uh, you know uh, s- some people. You know they're not going to go and understand. They'd probably put some I don't know some the you know the table settings and whatever paperwork that you know and then burn the space down. But they're not you know they're not going to go in the key logistical places of the building and burn the place down. Okay. Uh, and you can see that over and over and over again. These are like. From what I was gathering, again, just visually, and then you know, just using my abilities, it's like, shit, this is some some really super professional people who've been trained in arson, so uh, and destruction and chaos. So, so you have that part, but like I said, the society, the neighbors, they're not falling into that. And besides, most people care for their neighborhood. They would never, ever, ever destroy their own neighborhood. Like say gang members, right? Have you ever heard of a gang member destroying their own, say, plot, their own turf? Hell no. They would go and destroy, say, the next city over. So why would these residents of the city destroy their own stuff? Nowhere in history has anybody destroyed their own plot. So you have to think about those things. And if they did, uh, again, it didn't seem like it was the actual people that lived there. So um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, The one key thing, too, is that you know, as the conqueror, you know, divine conqueror, right? Uh, the one thing that I noticed is that the whites—they <clears throat> were feeling, say, guilty to what's happened to the black individual. Okay? Now, you can take that as a positive or a negative, so you can take it as a negative by dwindling yourself down you know if you're say a white person uh, and then beating yourself up and destroying yourself or allowing say say blacks to say beat you up or other you know colors and so on to beat you up okay? it's not about that it's about waking up because most likely the whites that feel victimized run victim patterns anyway. Or destructive or controlling patterns. That's why you would feel that way. I saw a lot of posts on Instagram about all these, you know, citizens going, you know, we're sorry, this and this. And that's totally fine. I totally agree with you. But don't victimize yourself for that. Because it doesn't help the situation. It just creates more segregation, separation for you. Uh, for the blacks, um,. It's like, it's, it's a victim having victory. Or retribution. But you know, when somebody is a victim and then it's like, ha, got retribution. The problem with that is, is that you're still a victim. You say, maybe one, this situation, okay? I know I'm not talking about this situation. A certain situation or event. But since you're running victim mentality, victim attitude, you're not running from the grander version. Neither side is white or black or any other color or gender or culture or religion. You're not running from the true being of who you are. You're running the distortions of who you are. So it doesn't really matter We're trying to resolve the whole situation and eliminate, say, prejudice. So both sides need to, say, shape up and understand who the grander version of who they are. And that's where I say equality comes in at a major level. And I'll just put it out there and I'm sure I'll get hate mail for this. Uh, The Me Too movement with women. Totally cool movement, I'm totally for you. But the way they run that Okay, is again women feeling victimized, pushing for laws and and whatever that they need, you know, to oppress other people to say protect them. Never ever ever works out that way, and I'm just telling you, just because you know, I love humanity. Okay, um, um, it never works out that way. Look out, look on history. The only way to eliminate that is to eliminate the tendency of being victimized, whether you're a woman, whether you're black, whether you're Middle Eastern, whether whatever you are, even say you're white, especially a white male, uh, something that nobody ever talks about uh, gets victimized. So you have to rise above that space and understand who you are, move away from the victim patterns because nobody else can help you. Even if you go to, say, another planet that has life, if you're running a victim pattern, you're gonna freaking get victimized there. So what are you gonna do? Change, be that strong individual that doesn't need laws, rules, and so on to protect you. You just are stronger. Right? So it's just a standard for you. It's just a standard for society, not to victimize people. By the way, I'm not blaming victims for being victimized, but what is there, is there a pattern in you that you would attract victimization, right? There's people, like for me, for example, I could walk through Chicago and stuff, uh, totally fine. Although some people who run victim patterns or fear patterns, They'd, they would attract a mugging or something like that. That's what I'm talking about. It's a frequency that you're generating. We have to eliminate that frequency of victimization, victim prejudice, and all that. Uh, let's take a deep breath in. Uh, another thing that I was just thinking of, and this is a side note, is that, you know, the COVID, you know, really stopped Uh, the economy, right? Uh, From a consciousness perspective, what I was talking about, time had to stop and reset itself. So in today's society, the best way to stop time, right, is to stop, say, the money or break the back of finances and, you know, the uh, economics. So this is just a side note. So to recreate or regenerate what's happened in the past and there's a saying um, I forgot who said it but war is the best way to spur an economy so spur an economy you start a war before it was against nations but it's like well nobody wants to fight Uh, it's like well hell let's just burn our own uh, our own cities down right and rebuild so, at a surface level, it's a great opportunity. And you'll see, say, uh, a fantastic economic boom. Because, well, we're in a freaking war zone. We have to rebuild. So, again, it spurs, spurs uh, manufacturing. It spurs everything. And you'll see, again, a great boom because of this. So, so whether it's real or not, the new consciousness is going to take it as, say, a benefit. It's not going to allow it to say drop under. So, another fantastic. Uh, and it's also interesting that the powers to be that wanted more control inadvertently have awakened the masses to come into control. So, you'll see a lot of the political systems change. You'll see about uh, the control, you know, the deep state, as you call it, uh, all those things start to say lose, lose more command. Right, uh, and the mechanisms, you know, the media outlets and so on, like that, start to falter. That's how real change occurs by changing again the consciousness of humanity, and that's what we're all. That's where what we're all about. What that's what's XI is about. You build yourself to such a high level that one, you naturally become abundant, just like you know the nature. Yes, there's still work, but then it allows you to stay in control and stay abundant and not allow anybody else to control you. Again, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. If you have any questions, xi at masasajadi.com For other podcast ideas that you want me to answer or um, create a lecture on, uh, again, xi at masasajadi.com in the near future. Uh, Join me for Moss's Meta-Healing Sundays. Uh, It's a free, uh, it's a free Meta-Healing. Meta-Healing is a deep meditation plus uh, self-healing in one. Really powerful, you can actually feel the transformations in your health, uh, wealth, relationships, and so on, rapidly, okay? Very different than psychology, NLP, I don't know, um, visualization and all that stuff that your grandparents used to use. You know, you have to step into the new world, right? Uh, And use something that's actually of today uh, to advance you. So as we end, again, notice what you notice and then notice the details of what you're noticing.